Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Mythos Manual, a how-to for RPG homebrew. I'm your host and GM, Calder Kadavid, and with me, as a special treat this time, guys, are three pies cooling out on a windowsill. Oh, man. Uh, hi. I am Paul. I play Kafka. He is a fighter. He is a bird. He is a bird fighter who does not fight birds. And I am, ooh, I am a Pop-Tart. <laughs> I am a cinnamon but, sugar okay. Pop-Tart. Cinnamon sugar. Okay. I am the cinnamon and brown sugar Pop-Tart that nobody likes except for me. It's like a pie. Yeah, it has pie-like qualities. It's a hand pie. It is a hand pie. It is like, it is a disgusting hand pie. Yeah, yeah. I'm Christy, and I play Kaden, the human wear touch snake shifter, and... I would like to be a lemon meringue pie because I am one of those people who really likes meringue in all forms. I like a meringue pie. Um, and I am Alan. I am playing Domius, the nearly undead psychic. And I am a sweet cherry pie made by a 90s hairband. Ooh. Yeah. I like it. Like that, kind of, that kind of like joke it. feels very unwarranted. Okay. <laughs> like a sweet cherry pie. Yeah. A sweet okay. cherry pie. Okay. We all know what we're talking about. I know. <laughs> it feels sexual. And I'm into it. Yeah, it does. I'm all pretty right. sure Cal missed the reference entirely. No. It's because Cal does not have my musical taste. I, I There was a band that had a song about cherry pie. They did. There was. Yeah, it, it was called Warrant. There were there was a car and there was a pie. And I've seen MTV, so. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen VH1's I Love the 90s? Yeah. Was that in the 90s? I it thought, was. I thought it, that song, like, it was very early 90s. She's my cherry pie. And we can't sing anymore for copyright reasons. <laughs> right, but that but, <laughs> No. That was a 90s song? Yeah, it, but it it was like it was like the last gasp of the hair genre before Kurt Cobain came and put two in the back of the genre's head. He really did. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was like when even the diehard hair metal fans were like, "Okay, we've run out of things to talk about. What have we what have we talked about recently? How how hard we want to rock and roll, how much sex we want to have. Okay, I think that's about it." Oh, but now we're going to see about cherry pies. I think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the cherry pie is a metaphor for rock and roll or a metaphor for sex or what. She's my cherry pie. Cool glass of water, such a sweet surprise. Tastes so good, make a grown man cry. Sweet cherry pie. Keep up, Calder. Yeah, yeah it's a little pitiful, but you know, what are you going to do? It's, um, <laughs> wow. <sighs> I'm reliving my youth. So you guys are in the Hall of Tranquility, which actually coincidentally has the song Cherry Pie over speaker. Is it like a MIDI version? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> it's real obnoxious and not it doesn't tune well the ancient venara found this calming <laughs> <laughs> you have now entered into the space that is the center of this temple there are brilliant brilliantly colored concentric rings they go through several different colors and then it ends in a big beautiful mural of karada who is meditating there are bones and refuse and a little bit of rot here and there and the room does smell like death but it was obviously at one point a very beautiful space detect magic detect magic in the room you get a sense of necromancy oh i love necromancy it's my favorite yeah if you're your best guess <laughs> and it is that it's coming out of the haunt well, okay you always were a necromantic oh i am are there 12 bodies at the center of the room? There are 12 bodies. Well, there's now Mount. nine. Nine skeletons at yeah. the center of the room? Right. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. I want to burn these bodies. But do they have anything on them first? 
Aren't they also just skeletons? These are very magical and powerful people. Perhaps they have magic items on them. Uh, That's what I would look for. The last three did not. At least not as far as some unknowable godlike voice told us. You guys want to make a perception check to kind of look through these uh, bodies? Ooh, that would be me. I would not know. You took so long dispatching them. 18 perception. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you actually guys are able to find a handful of things. You find... Okay. Yeah. You guys find six Cure Light Wounds potions. Ooh, neat. Always could use those in this party. Yeah. Yeah. You find two potions of Lesser Restoration, and you find... Everybody take two of the Cure Lights, and I'll hold on to the Lesser Restoration. Sweet. All right. You find a strange glowing ruby tucked in one of the monk's robes. Okay, so... Who would like to go run for the ruby this time? <laughs> so really quick, before I, before Kafka runs the jewels, does the ruby appear to be... Does Okay, does the emerald appear to be glowing in the same way that the ruby does? No. Okay, so there isn't like a multicolored gem puzzle that we have to look forward to. Not that you can tell at this stage. Okay, cool. So there's just the ruby. Does the ruby by any chance look like a soul gem? It does not. Is it the same size as this emerald? Uh, roughly... You still have, if you still have detect magic going, it yeah. is magical. Ooh. What kind of magic? Though? Oh, sorry, yeah, I can't ask of, that question. Yeah. What kind of magic is this? That I pick, conjuration, pick I believe. Oh. I believe. Is this a is this an elemental fire gem? It is. <laughs> cool. Ooh. Oh, I have always I've heard about these. Cool. That's neat. Kafka begins tossing it to himself as he just casually strolls through the chair. <laughs> Don't <drop that. laughs> just very casually tossing it to himself like it's like it's a teeny little clementine with the fire demon inside. Uh, I think that I'm going, I'm going to... Oh, perhaps I should hold this. As you have so many more things to do with your hands than I do. Um, they're really more like pinions. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I take it. <laughs> <laughs> there are three doors in this room. And, uh, yeah, and a just kind of a lingering necromantic aura. I believe that we see three doors. Yes. Now, are these three doors up or are these three doors down? There are three doors up. Man, three doors up. That's my kryptonite. Yep. Mm. Well, conventional wisdom does dictate that when in a dungeon... You go left. You always go left. We'll go left. Cool. So, who goes first? I touch my beak, not it. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose... Well, I guess I should go look for traps then. Okay. No, I I should look for traps. I have the highest perception. Before you nitpick me about my snake, I'm going to burn another hour on my snake form. In the meantime, as we go to the leftmost door... Okay, yeah, you're going to the left door. I rolled a 23 on perception. A 23. You find no traps. Seems like a normal room. Or locks or anything. Or locks or nothing. It seems open. Cool. Then I, I, I push the door open. Okay. It is nearly black, like pitch black in this room. There is no light whatsoever coming into it. Oh, but in case there's any question, I guess I collect my talking board. Okay. Um, how have you guys... Does someone have a torch? Is that what we're doing? I have a flaming sword. Okay, so your sword's just kind of out. I can yeah. also light a torch and stick it in Archibald. Uh, let's not stick anything in Archibald, please. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought that you liked it. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, we did establish that Damius and Archibald have their own bond. I don't need to get into what that is. What, <laughs> what my familiar does on their off time is between them and their god, their unspeakable black-eyed goat god, <laughs> who lies beyond the far edges of the cosmos, 
waiting and biting for her servant. It does get lonely in the jungle. <laughs> it's nice to have something to think about, like a family. <laughs> yes. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Um. What is what is the sword light uh, illuminate? Okay. As I no, as there's I, a torch put on Archibald. Okay. It doesn't really matter. He has a torch holder, and she can't see in the dark. I have low light vision now that I'm a snake. I also have low light vision. I have dark vision, so I'm trying to help you guys out. Sheldy has low light vision as well. Yeah, well, I guess what I'm saying is, doesn't my doesn't my sword qualify as sufficient light for the party? Yeah, I think it counts as a torch. Yeah. You're holding it okay, up. then fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the the worry with Archibald is, like, it, if there was anything, Archibald kind of becomes an immediate target. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, just, I, do understand the, I do understand the worry. So, you open this door... This room is barren, but from what you can tell is that it is covered in little flecks of white light. Wait, on the ground or in the air? On everywhere. On the walls. On the walls, ceilings, ground. So mycelial spores everywhere. And like Yeah, like from Star Trek? Yeah. Almost. Wait, so are, is it that these are specks that are giving off light or are these specks that are somehow... That outer light is coming through. It's some sort of magical effect that is producing little specks of light. Well, I had to tech magic up a second ago, so... You still have it going? Yeah. You see that this is a spell of some sort. Some sort of, uh, uh, some sort of like, like a light spell of What's some sort. What's the school of... Is it, is, it, is it evocation? Yeah. Okay. So it's, so there are, there are lights. There are little lights. Okay. Did we get transported to Pandora? You did not. Make a knowledge of geography check if you were looking around the room. You do that easy. 16. I got a 24. You guys recognize that this is the night sky. Mm. Oh, there's stars. There's stars. Cool. Wait, they're constellations? Yes, there are constellations. Okay. Uh, That would be knowledge, nature, or planes? For. To to determine if there's any. If these are, in fact, actual, like. Our constellations are these? Are these like matching our constellations? Are these actual that constellations? Would, that, that'll be geography. Alien constellations. Are or... the signs of the thirteen colonies? Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. That'll be a knowledge of geography. I got eleven. Eleven? Yeah. Uh, you actually—that's uh, that was high enough. It was a DC ten just to recognize that you see you recognize your own night sky. Okay. Uh, that would have existed. At, and, you know, this is only a couple thousand years old, so like it, the cosmos hasn't changed in that amount of time. Okay. Well, but, okay, hang on. Specifically, the night sky over the jungle, right? Because the night sky back at Chermov would be different. That's correct. That's that, I guess slightly that's different. Here. Slightly different. You, Chermov is uh, is hundreds of miles north of where you guys are. Yeah. Okay. So but yeah, it would be it would be slightly. It's not a different hemisphere. It's it's just north. Well, it might be a different hemisphere, but like there might be an overlap there. Okay. I don't know. Right. Well, okay, like maybe this is just kind of this doesn't necessarily need to be on the air, but I'm I'm now just curious. Like country wise, is the dragon's jungle mm-hmm. more like an African jungle or an Asian jungle? It's a good question. Are we in a southern hemisphere at the moment? Yeah, it's definitely a southern hemisphere jungle. And and where they're from is in the northern hemisphere? Yes. Yeah. Chirmov, okay, so it would be slightly different. Yeah, yeah. Chermov is like vaguely Russo, like Slavic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Although depending on the time of year, there'd be similarities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no point. This is all needless. Yeah, we're yeah, just being we've curious. Just gone on a tangent. Yeah. Is it is it needless? I think it's actually kind of yeah. fascinating. But here's what, you, what happens when you try to tell them about the light in the room. Nothing comes out of your mouth. So it's silent. Yes. You like maybe try to snap your fingers next to your ear. Nothing. There is no sound in this room. 
We in space. Dami steps into the room. He's fascinated now. He's going to walk in. Yeah. Okay. The, the moment I walk through, like, the dull, like, I think the dull roar of my of my, of my flaming sword, which we probably would have gotten used to, like, suddenly its absence is really conspicuous the moment I step across the threshold. Everything is just perfectly silent when you're in this room, and you're just surrounded by, like, the inky blackness of space. I've been in a room like this before. It gets really disorienting. Mm-hmm. I'd like to curl up in a little cobra pile. Okay. Just for a moment. Uh, I want... Everybody to make a knowledge of local or history check if you have it. No. 21. 21? You recognize that prominently the way the constellations are laid out in this room and the way the orientation of the stars is that it lines up on a certain time when the dragon's jungle zodiac is aligned. And that there's a, a popular dragon's jungle zodiac that exists that's very popular with like the tribes of the zodiac you've probably picked it up in your time in the dragon's jungle mm-hmm. so it is the 13 colonies no it well it is a it is a it has a connection to the dragon zodiac itself ooh dummies what's your sign oh wait no we can't says actually say in that the void. <laughs> but, right. Dom, but, yeah. Dom, but what is Domius's sign yeah, was, oh yeah what I, I say something back blah, blah, blah. You say something back to me, and I had no idea what you said. One other thing I almost forgot. When you come into the space, this, the light coming off your sword is entirely diminished, but it is greatly diminished. Okay. There's just very, very dark in this room. It's very hard to see each other at all. Even in the starlight? Yeah, it, 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 like the starlight gives off a little bit of light, and you can see people where they are. You can still see people where people are for the most part, especially because like, the stars behind them as they move... Like mm-hmm. you see people moving through the so space. let's um I read you to detect magic. Let's now do let's detect psychic significance and see if there's something you know significant about sure. this. Sure. Okay. You you psychically uh, detect the same the sense of like tranquility and isolation being important to this room. The uh whoever whoever had used this space before was a space that that was probably used for meditation. I can't think of a better place to meditate. Yeah, exactly. Uh what a great space. All right, let's loot it. Oh, <laughs> this is a sensory deprivation chamber, kind of. That's a fun thing to work into a fantasy world, Cal. Mm. Yeah, silence and the the lights. It's fantastic. All right. Uh, now, by the way, is this is it, okay? Just is this a bigger room than this, or is it what is was this a straight the, the room ends there at that wall? So it's like the semicircle room. Yes, it's a big semicircle of a room. Okay, mm. not that we'd be able to tell, but that's, yeah, not easily anyway. That's so weird, though. Then in that case, I'm going to go up to this the flat wall. Okay. I want to touch it. Okay. Uh, as you're touching the wall, your hand passes over a star, and you see that the light changes color to a soft blue. <gasps> really? Mm-hmm. Kafka so it, immediately goes to the nearest star and starts pecking at it. It changes blue. I try to hold the star. Uh, you cannot hold them. They are, they're essentially painted to the wall. So my hand just passes through it, or mm-hmm. I just touch yeah, it? Yeah, pass through it. So I'm just touching it, and then it just... And it changes to blue. But I put my finger on it, and it changes to blue? Mm-hmm. Huh. It stays blue? It stays blue. Uh, you let it, let's say you let it go for how long? I will hold my finger on it uh-huh. and try to move it. You do, it does not move. It does not move with you. You can't like click and drag. <laughs> I put one finger on one. Okay. And I put another finger on another. Okay. Uh, they both turn blue, but they don't connect. They do not. It's a fun game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I touch one, and then I let it go, and I see how long it stays blue. Uh, it stays blue for about five minutes. Five minutes? Mm-hmm. Once you touch it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Quick, everybody touch all the stars. Wait, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. There's a dragon constellation. 
Uh, yes, there is. Where is it? Uh, in that'll be a knowledge of geography, I would say, or survival. Yeah, I sucked at it. So that's a nineteen plus three, twenty-three. You know where that? You know where this dragon constellation? I go is. touch him. You create? Yeah, touch how, the dragon. How many stars are in the dragon constellation? Uh, the dragon constellation is made of seven stars. Cool. Shall we? Mm-hmm. My tongue and two hands. Uh-huh. Well, they'll, they'll, stay, they'll stay lit for five minutes. You just have to touch oh, them in order. Oh, then I touch them all. Okay. You touch all of them. You notice when you touch the, these stars, they turn orange. Mm. Ooh. Can I roll a survival check to see if I could recognize another constellation? Yeah, go for it. Cool. All right. That is a 26. Sign language. Yeah. See if I could recognize another constellation. Absolutely. I, I, I had made a small list at this in case this came up of the <laughs> of the of the Dragon Jungle Zodiac. Nerd! <laughs> you find the Taper constellation. Ah! Uh, oh snap, guys! I found the Tapir. And uh, I go. How many stars are in the Tapir? Uh, eight. And I am I remembering the story of the Great Tapir and how it came to rest in the sky because it drank from a stream made of starlight. And uh, I touch all eight stars in the Tapir constellation. Paul, I like that little story and how you did it. You get an emerald. Oh, what is a Tapir? It's like a weird little pig thing. <laughs> Here, Here. I'm, I'm going to Google a picture of one while uh, you okay. tell me what and color the Tapir home, stars. All, you also Google a picture of the Tapir at the same time. <laughs> no, well, T-A-P-I-R. <laughs> yeah. And Paul, when you light up the Tapir, it also lights up orange. Uh, and I assume the dragon is also still lit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alan, look at this fucking ugly thing. Oh, it's adorbs. Yeah. It's it, so cute. It's got a really long nose, though. No, it, it looks like a pig with a dick stapled to its face. <laughs> it kind of does. It's so goofy. <laughs> it kind of does. All right, so I want to search for a different um, a different constellation. Okay, now. give me a survival or knowledge of geography. It, it's uh, 14. 14. Mm. Mm. You don't know. You, you're having a hard time I'm knowing. I'm sad. You're, you weren't as familiar with these as you thought you were. Can, can we just have like a montage moment of us running around the room, pressing all the stars on all the relevant constellations? I had two successes out of the group of you, mm-hmm. which is actually more than enough. Keda and Kafka, why? I don't know how, for whatever reason, the two of you are really into knowing your Dragon's Jungle Zodiac symbols. Mm-hmm. I think Archibald stares up at one star in particular, often a lonely patch of the sky, almost as if all other stars have stayed away from it. And he stares up at it with a single baleful, horrible goat eye. Something gets closer to the planet. And, uh, <laughs> was it, wait, what's his sound? What's, what's his bleat? Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't bleat at it. Well, it's, he can't. It's, it's silent. silent. Oh, it's silent. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So instead, it's actually even worse. Just like his his tiny little herbivore mouth just kind of drops open, and no sound issues forth. Only this faint starlight glints off the edge of his blunt teeth. It's terrible. <laughs> Horrible creature that I'm taking care of. But we, we light up the entire night sky. You light the whole night sky. The snake, raven, dragon, hyena, frog, monkey, bull, lion, squid, beetle, mouse, and the taper constellation. I think Kata gets the uh, crow and I get the snake and we both feel kind of weird about it. Yeah. It's unfortunate. And meanwhile, like, Don is just like trying to do it, <laughs> but he's like, I, I'm trying to help, but I don't. He keeps unlighting some of the red stars. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so we've lit up the entire night sky mm-hmm. and, all the, and they're all in orange. Yep. And they're all in orange and they all glow real bright light, uh, bright orange for a moment. And you see a brick on the side of the wall with uh, one of the lights painted onto it 
pops out. Mm. Does it make a noise when it falls? Um, it does not make a noise. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. It does not make it echoes stuff. of the chamber. Yeah, yeah it would be like the sudden kind of because I'm imagining like this is probably like a very fun, weird five minutes after we've had the worst morning. Yeah, yeah. So you're kind of having fun with a little magic room, and uh, yeah, you find, uh, but it pops out of its out of place. It doesn't fall to the ground yet. Okay, cool. Uh, I go over to take a look at it. Make a survival check again. Uh, that is a twenty. Uh, Wow, really good. You know that you look at the star at the night sky. This is actually a, a star you've heard of. This is Karada's star. Oh. It's one of, it's like really well known for being like this bright yellow star in the sky. Okay. And you look up behind the, uh, behind the brick and you pull out a, an amulet of a monkey kind of creating this big blue gemstone and they're all made of gold and it's made of gold on the chain a sapphire it's a it's a sapphire but and then a monkey's like kind of cradling it thought it could be something else but it, anyway. is the sapphire roughly the same size as the emerald no it's much smaller okay cool so i was no this is my theme. last hope for like a multicolored gem puzzle like we're just playing irl bejeweled or something <laughs> <laughs> we're playing the demo anyway yeah um okay cool uh it's magic. It is magical. Could I get an... Actually, what I would need... Um, I'm going to mentally text you, Damius. Uh, could I get an appraise on this? Sure. Of course I can do that for you. Even I know this thing is magical. Eh. Oof. I have a... 11. That's no, good I have, enough. Yeah, 11. That's yeah. good enough. I'm just going to... I don't I, I don't like hiding magic items. It is not my favorite thing in the world. And I'll talk about it one day. It is... Um, <laughs> You find an amulet of hidden strength. <gasps> what does that do? It hides your strength. And then you can't find it anymore. <laughs> it sucks. I'll read it here. It is, uh, oh, oh, this is better. Okay, so this uh, glass teardrop, but on our version, it's a monkey holding a bunch of sapphires. Okay. Hangs on a, a golden chain and can be used once per day to grant a surge of power. The amulet can be used in two ways. As a swift action, the wearer of the amulet can make one melee or range attack at his highest bonus. Alternatively, if the, if the amulet, if the wearer of the amulet has a key pool, he can instead focus on the power of the amulet as a full round action and regain two key points. But none of his key pools, so we'll go with the first one then. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I think that Damia should wear that. Yeah, you think Dobby should wear that so he, <laughs> so he can get an extra attack? Don't you guys think that I should wear that? I think you should probably wear that, yeah. I say, into the void. <laughs> I put it around Archibald's neck. <laughs> good yeah, good choice. That's nah, fun. No, nah, I put it on mine. It, okay. looks, it looks dope. It looks super dope. Yeah. Uh, anything else of note in this room? As these uh, lights continue to shine, all the lights go out before returning back to normal. The entire light of the room goes out and is then replaced by magical ancient Vernarn writing. And what looks ancient Vernarn. I know. And what looks like a uh, crude map of ancient Poema <gasps> and the surrounding area. <gasps> oh, no way. Sketch, 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 sketch. So <laughs> if you guys want to try to, you want to try to sketch it down, it's yeah. going to be... A what would you call that to sketch the the thing? A survival check, I guess. Or Ooh. if you have cartographer, I have the highest survival, I think. Um, I can't do geography. 
No. Alright, well, that was an at 20. I got a 27. Wow. I've been nice. rolling really high on survival and not so good on my attack rolls that's, lately. That nets you four discovery points. <laughs> Shit, really? Yeah. What's that bring our total up to, Christy? 18. You had a bunch of discovery points. Maybe spend some discovery points. Uh, I don't know. We, what if what if we want to get something really good? You know, <laughs> like what can we spend that's really good? No, it's it's more. I was trying to joke about like you know when you're playing a video game and you have like this item and it's clearly there to be used, but you don't want to use it because what if you waste it? What if you really need it? And then it's the last game, uh, it's the last boss battle, and you still do that and you don't use it, and then the game's over. Which is actually kind of a RPG thing in a sense that if you have something use it. Don't right. wait. Don't wait. Yeah. Use yeah. It. Use it. Cool. Well, we'll use it later when we're not in the Hall of Tranquility. Does the map itself reveal... Like, yes, we get the discovery points, but does the map reveal anything of yeah. note that we don't know about yes, already? Yes, the map indicates in the writing against it that the those who have sought enlightenment at this temple, the Hall of Tranquility can find further teaching and instruction at the Temple of Karada in the jungle. Oh, there's a Temple of Karada in the jungle? Does it mark it a spot for it on the map? Uh, vaguely, but like it's 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 all kind of in context of Poema, which was a treetop city. We have to discover it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, I want to find that. Yeah, so we got three things we need to find. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, the Laughing Dog Tribe. Does it give us a sense where that is in this map? No, it does not. Oh. They were not here at the time. Does it say anything about Trader's Tree? Nope. <laughs> I'm thinking I might want to sleep in this room with my hammock later. Ooh. Yeah, except for the haunted room next to it. Cool. Yeah, and the the fact that it's a silent room, so anything that wants to kill you can very effortlessly sneak up on you in the middle of the night, and you'd never know. I'll booby trap it. There you uh, go. Oh, uh, with an yeah. alarm spell? Oh, you're going you're gonna to booby trap a featureless void? Yeah. <laughs> Where are you gonna hang the Where are you gonna hang the swinging paint cans from? The door. Yeah, there is a door. You know, or you can just do a little string with bells on it. No, that's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> In the silent room. Good, good plan. I did in Walking Dead, a string with cans. Mm-hmm. Perfect. It'll be so peaceful. Um, okay, so I think we got another another door coming up over there. Go back out. Go to the other door. Okay. Go into the room to the uh, to your left, the room that is on the far side of the temple. Mm-hmm. As we cross the threshold back into the, a space where there's sound, my ears pop. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like doing that weird thing where I like work my beak and like open and close my mouth. Ah. 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 <laughs> Everything's kind of ringing for a while. Yeah. Or else it sounds like vaguely muted. It's uh, super uncomfortable. Oh, ch- is it, you kind of see it in Chaldees. It says, ah. Oh. That was crazy. I didn't like being alone with my thoughts for that long. Thank God you guys know all those constellations. <laughs> you were of no help. I don't know much about constellations. It's never really interested in me. What kind of a wizard are you? Uh, ooh, not a good one. I, I don't really care about magic no, that much. No, you were very good. Oh, thank you. I've learned a couple spells. I'm, you know, I pinch it up pretty naturally. You did very good with that protection from evil spell. I'm yeah, very I thought, impressed. Right? Oh, I like. I'm like. I actually know. A spell for this moment, and I and I just cast it on all of you, and it really did something. I felt like I'm like, huh, look at me, <laughs> I'm an adventurer. All the money your <laughs> all the money your parents spent on your education was oh. for it was not for nothing. Oh, I don't know my parents. Oh, the Church of Phrasma raised me. <laughs> <laughs> I I go to the next room. Okay, 
Uh, all right, take a left. It is another. I'll just give it this. It is untrapped and unlocked. Thank you. We go. You open into a room and you see a couple stone tables and a number of stone beds lining a far wall. I'm gonna guess there are twelve of them. There might be. Oh, dude, twelve. I see eight. Five. What? <laughs> you can only count to four in French. No. Yes. <laughs> so there are eight beds. There are eight beds, and there's some tables and chairs. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll start with the basics. You see, you see that there is some equipment and items scattered across the room on the ground. Oh, that is so interesting. Some stuff is. You see some overturned baskets. We will start with the text magic. Okay. Uh, yeah, you get some magic in this room. Where is it, and what is it? There's a little bit of every. A bit, there's a little bit of it. And it's everywhere, and a lot of necromancy. Oh, I like this. Boy. Uh, so, is there points of necromancy, or is it a general area? There are points of it. Like, you see that there's some potions kind of scattered on the ground. Okay, I will go gather these things that are necromantic, and I will put them on the table in one place. Okay, uh, you collect six potions of cure moderate wounds. To each. Two scrolls of restoration. Lesser or regular? Regular. Damn. A scroll of remove poison. A scroll of remove curse. Uh, That's going really fast. All right. A masterwork healer's kit and one keen silver dagger. Hmm. You look at this room and uh, you see like scalpels and knives and that kind of thing. You see that this is probably some sort of medical facility. Yeah, divine that much. Can I roll a perception check to see if there's anything cool or hidden? Yeah, go for it. Uh, only a 16 that time. Uh, you find a small little comp- uh, drawer, and you find a golden holy symbol of Karada. Cool. I, I show is, my teammates. Is it also magical? No. Okay. You should keep that, though, because I definitely have a silver unholy symbol of Angazan. So we can collect them. Yeah, um, and then we can get, uh, we can probably get a bronze one of Sun Wukong, I imagine, in the last one. I would hope so. Or, or some other material. I don't know. Uh, it was like silver, gold, and crystal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Detect psychic significance. You kind of get the uh, a flash of Venarin, sick Venarin, injured Venarin, recovering in this space, and then you get the flash of a of some sort of very violent act happening here, and mm. that's about it. Okay, so various items carry this memory. Mm-hmm. Okay. The keen silver dagger is kind of an interesting item for somebody. Is anyone interested in that? Waste of time for me, honestly. I will take the keen silver dagger. Take it. Yeah. May as well. Yeah. I, you, know, you know, I bet you it's probably going to be good against something that's inside this place. Maybe. Question about masterwork. I understand what a healer's kit does. I don't understand what a, how a masterwork benefits. Increases whatever bonus it gives by two. By two, so it's a plus four circumstance bonus to survival checks? Yep. Well, to heal checks. It's a masterwork healer's kit. Oh, healer's Sorry, I was reading the one below, above it. <laughs> heal checks, yes. What's your heal, Christy? Plus five. Oh, uh, yeah. Yours. Yeah, I only have a plus three. Enough to save a drowning dampier. Okay, we are we are going to check out the next room then. All right, in the last room? Yeah. Okay. Is Is this another gimme room? Is it trapped? Is it locked? There are no traps in this room, and it is not locked. Okay. I, I open it. Okay. You hear a low growl as soon as you enter this room, and you see... What was obviously once a very ornate, beautiful room. There are silks hanging from the walls still. They're in tatters, but you can tell they were once rich, dark blues and purples. 
and golds. There is uh, beautiful couches laid out on display. On the uh, right side of the room is a large summoning circle. Does it uh-huh. Does it summon my first grade notebook? It does summon my <laughs> first grade notebook. For those of you listening at home, you, if, you, hey 90s kids, you know that S thing that everybody drew? <laughs> uh, like, kind of a prehistoric meme, if you will. Cal drew that on the map and just kind of let us kind of organically discover that one and then try not to laugh on the air. <laughs> it has it's a it's its summoning symbol. It's that S. It's a big thing. S for summoning. <laughs> that S for summoning. Well, uh, with some with oh, some Gaelic planet. shit around it. Oh, my planet! It means peace. <laughs> okay, and you see that this was like some sort of a really nice relaxation area. There were obviously at one point big pots where plants were growing out of. There's a small fountain in the corner. You guys can't look anywhere else really because of what is happening in this summoning circle. This room is dark, just like the other ones. Obviously, at one point, torches would light this room up very, very well, but they've all long since run out. But there is still light coming out of this room, and it's coming out of the summoning circle, which is just dancing with this like brilliant blue and red, gold, green, just every almost kind of color flashing around at all times. But it is flashing almost violently, almost like something was being summoned into a... Like, you guys have seen summoning spells now? Uh, can I spellcraft that? Uh, I'm not done. Okay. What is inside the summoning circle, though... Can I spellcraft this now? No. (laughs) I hate you so much. (laughs) There is a creature inside the summoning circle. It it looks almost like a zebra. It walks like a man, but its head is that of a zebra, and it has like these long kind of claws. And you want to make a knowledge of planes for me, Damius? Yeah, I would. yeah, I do. Yeah, you that do. is a zebra-headed like thing. It's like an eleven. I know. I, I, neither my character nor I have any clue. You have a, you have one idea. Okay. You don't know what it is, but your best guess is that it's an Agathian. An Agathian is a kind of neutral good outsider. They are from the plane of Nirvana. You're, you're right, because they're beast-headed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's they, a very optimistic viewpoint. I mm-hmm. like it. Like, angels are very, like, lawful good and, like, fight to, like, save the world. And the chaotic good creatures are, like, kind of these elfish kind of warriors. The neutral good creatures of the Gathians, which are all animal-headed. No, I was going to ask you a question, mm-hmm. though. You said a Gathian. It's not a, Ga- it's not a Gothian. I've always pronounced it a Gathian, but, like, am I Because it's Greek. Gothian. Oh, is it? Oh, okay, then a Gothian. Okay, I'm just wondering. Go ahead. I don't know. Is that true? I think it might be. I think it might be Greek root, and I think it's a Gothian. Okay, I'll go with it. Then. Okay. A Gothian sign with me. It is a, some sort of a Gothian creature. It has a zebra head and kind of like, but walks up upright like a man, and it's and it's wearing this kind of tattered black robe. Its eyes, though, are wild, and the look on its face is that of one of like perpetual anguish. You see on this creature as long, deep wounds form on its flesh, like across its face, down its back, over its arms and legs. You see what looks like almost knife wounds gouge themselves deep into the creature, and then as soon as they appear and start to bleed, they immediately seal up, only for another wound to appear somewhere else on the creature. And this just keeps happening over and over while you're watching it for a couple seconds. And the creature looks like it's kind of like frozen, this like endless scream. Okay? This is awful. Well, it is, it is, it is immortal and it is being tortured. Mm-hmm. 
we save it. We must try to help it. Yeah. I don't I can't dispel a summoning circle, so Kafka, you have the thing for this, do you not? In your toolbox? No? <laughs> Kafka draws his sword. Okay. Uh, you guys are kind of looking at it for a while, and you see this creature, its wild eyes look over at you guys. It seems to like kind of snap out of whatever it's been in for however long it's been in this state. And it starts to kind of try to move and shake a little bit. The lights and the the boundaries of whatever this uh, magical shell that it's holding it into starts to seem to actually wobble and shake as well. Okay, now I'm going to spellcraft. Okay. What the hell? Oh, I don't even know. I've never seen anything like this. No <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... um Go for it. I'm going to just perceive the rest of the room and see if there's anything in the room that seems to be affecting the summon. Okay. Other than this obvious summoning circle. Uh, okay. But it's dark in the room, though. Well. There's light, there's low light, there's light from this thing. Yeah. Oh, if there's low light. Yeah, there's low light right now. Yeah. So I'll perceive for 19. You look through the room. You see that a lot of the ornamentation is of outsiders. You see other, like, statues and frescoes of Agathians. Uh, a couple other like animal-headed kinds of creatures from beyond the ve- beyond the plains. Make a knowledge of history, anybody here? Um, I got a twelve. You remember this much, Alan, from your reading at the library specifically, that the you remember that the Venara of Poema were very friendly with outsiders. They would often summon them for all sorts of different things, and they were a part of civic life. So your best guess is that this is a room that they specifically would use to summon Agathians. Hmm. And, or like to bring Agathians like, for different celebrations, or sometimes Agathians would ev- even just visit Poema on their own volition. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I feel like, I feel bad. I feel like we need to do something about this. The creature seems to start shaking, uh, kind of violently pushing up against its uh, boundaries that are holding it in. Okay. Other than sort of biting the circle, I can't do anything. I'm thinking about doing something. I don't remember exactly what, what what gave this to me, but I have one casting of Legend Lore available to me. It's true. Okay. Oh, yeah, you guys got that from one of the characters. It was a boon. The casting time is one to ten days. I'm sorry. That's not going to help us. Are there any of these symbols written in ancient Vonarn? What symbols? The symbols that are in the, in the summoning circle. Is there anything else I can glean from this circle or it? Or maybe I just reach in. Okay, uh, you did a spellcraft act to try to identify. Go, I'll let you try to do a knowledge arcana. Okay. Yeah, I want to understand. Garbage? Garbage, again. Okay, what do you want to do? I, I, I just, I have a, I have a sense that this isn't wrong, and I, and I don't, it doesn't sit well with me. And so I think that I'm going to, I'm going to try to touch the circle with my hand. Okay. What happens if I just touch it? Uh, you feel an insane amount of pain as whatever the spell is like affecting this creature begin like just kind of it almost feels like a sword is run through your hand. So I pull back my hand. Wow. I said this is uh, this is a this is a very dangerous piece of magic. It will damage anything that goes into it. Uh, the, and this uh, agathian creature then lurches up against the side of its barrier, and you see some of the magical bindings on it start to like fracture like if i hit it it would get looser yeah maybe what if you attack the what if you attacked the circle i attack i attack the circle immediately like i think you two are kind of like discussing like do you think 
Do you think that the barrier is corporeal? Well, well, I believe the arcane energy, and Kafka just runs past it, and just hits it with his flaming sword. Okay, nice. That's enough. You don't have to roll anything for that, Paul. What I want instead is going to happen is that there is an explosion of energy, and the room fills with smoke. The summoning circle is totally broken, and this creature is now just standing where you left it. But you see... What you know that a Gaithian should look like are these very proud, regal, and very enchanted and like blessed creatures. This creature is covered in blood, is kind of frothing at the mouth a little bit, and its eyes are just wild and bugged out. It has these big seeping uh, wounds covering its whole body. You see it kind of like grunt and give out this kind of like horrible, like kind of gurgly whinny at first. That kind of, it coughs and whinnies all at once. What do you want to do? I roll a heal check. Okay. And make it better. Or at least like calm it down. You can do a heal check to kind of like look at it. Yeah. What we need is a diplomacy check. Yeah. An 18 on my heal check. You look at this creature and it looks like you've seen things that have like experienced like shell shock or... Uh, intense trauma. This looks like that, but you don't know how long this creature's been trapped there. Hmm. So then, perhaps a diplomacy check is in order. Yeah, or or. It's, I mean, you have it's good not diplomacy. Beastkin. I I can't pacify animal. No, no, it's like it's an outsider. It's kind of like it's like it's like an angel almost. Okay, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here. I'm gonna I'm going to go. We are here to help you. Please let us help you. Okay. And I will try a diplomacy check. Yeah, go for it. I have... Oh, I only got a 13. Okay. Ugh, god damn it. Oh, no. Is it evil? It's not evil. It's just... I think it is now evil. It's a summoned evil outsider. It can't touch us. For how long? How long does communal protection from evil last? Because I know it's a spell duration split up among its number of subjects. And it was a while ago. Was it a while ago? Mm-hmm. You've gone through the other two rooms. Was it like a while ago? <laughs> <laughs> was it minutes or hours is the question. Mi- at least it was minutes. But, I, but how long does the spell last? That's the big question. Uh, it would be gone. It would be gone. Wasn't I just minutes, talking about how this... It's one minute per level. Oh. Wasn't I just talking about th- this fucking spell? Never, you never get to use the third thing. <laughs> you never get to use the third thing. <sighs> this creature lumbers forward, and everyone needs to roll for initiative. I can't believe oh. you used that spell before we fought an actual evil outsider. How could I have known? We're all making really <laughs> exacerbated expressions at the moment into the microphone. <laughs> all right, Katie, what you have for initiative? Uh, thirteen. Okay, Kafka, what you got? Twenty-six. Roll the max. Nice. And Damius, what you got? 18. I did very well. Kafka, what would you like to do? This creature roars, and it looks ferocious. It looks like its mind is totally smashed by whatever it experienced. Action number one, I take a potion from my belt. Okay. Action number two, I drink it. It's a Cure Moderate Wounds potion, one of the ones we just picked up. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's going to be plus five, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So that's... 17 HP recovered. Okay. Third action. I, I flip it off. Nice. What? I have I have one action left. I can either move into combat with this thing without actually attacking it and just patiently let it hit me, or I can flip it off. I will point out that 
Paul's just reacting to the look I gave him. <laughs> <laughs> I got all of that as a response to side eye. <laughs> to, to the side eye. All right. Um, okay. Cool. All right. This creature's turn. It roars. A ferocious, awful, whinny roar. Kind of that weird zebra noise that they make. It kind of goes like... Rrr, rrr, rrr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a rhino. Just no, just years, like eons of, of torture from this uh, summoning circle have just left its throat raw. So instead of the noise that you tried to make, it just goes, <laughs> and it is going to open up its big ass mouth that is full of broken teeth and a. A cone of freezing cold energy covers the group of you. Everyone needs to make a reflex save. Oh, that's 20. 16. The save is 17. I don't make it. I have 14. Wait, I have an emerald. No, you already spent your emerald. Paul's an emerald. Oh, yeah, Paul's an emerald. (laughs) Oh, damn it. They go so fast. (laughs) All right, it's going to be 14 damage. It's cold damage, if that makes a difference to you. Man, it's like I never even healed that potion at all. Thank God you took it. How much damage again? 14. Then it is going to... It was two actions. That was two of its actions, yes. Uh, I I guess it'll move up. It'll shift one spot to be right in front of Damius. Okay, it is now Cheldi's turn. Cheldi is looking really cold, uh, but she's okay because she's saved. Uh, so she looks at this horrible creature and she just yells out. She's like, oh my goodness, everybody, we we gotta get out of here. Uh, uh, yeah! And she casts out a ray of darkness from her hand at the creature. 12 to hit its touch AC. Didn't roll super good. <gasps> she hits. Chelda hits the creature with a ray of enfeeblement. It has to make a fortitude save. It saves my best save. It saves. So nothing happens? Maybe. I gotta double check the rule for Ray of Enfeeblement. Is the, uh, successful reduces the penalty by half. Oh, okay. So I still have to, I still get to do... It loses... Shitty. Okay. Four. It loses two strength. So minus one to all but strength. It is going to be Damius' turn. Right. I'm gonna knowledge check first. Okay. Well, I did a knowledge check this thing already, didn't I? I don't know any of his things about it, though. Is it knowledge arcana or planes? This would be planes, but I'll let you do it again for the sake. Okay, so 17. What do I know about this thing? 17. You know one thing. You know that it was that it is called a uh, uh, a zebranol. Okay. The one thing I get to know? And you, you know that it's a zebranol, and you know that it has been tortured for so long that it's been broken. Okay, I don't need to ask if it's more, if it's more than six it dies, because I'm pretty sure it does. It's more than six it dies. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. I'm pretty sure. I didn't need to ask that. Uh, okay. okay, let's ask about its uh, resistances. Okay. That is a good idea. It has a resistance to electricity, cold, and fire, all for ten, and it resists sonic for five. Oh, and it's immune to acid. Oh, well, there's just that, you know? Um, we can't fight this thing. Not right now. I don't think we can. Why not? I'm going to shift back five feet and cast Vanish. Okay. Are we running away? I need a minute. I need a minute. Yeah. All right, Kate, it is your turn. 
I'm gonna attack it because I don't know we're running away yet. I don't necessarily know if Kafka knows we're running away yet either. <laughs> I am just I have only eight hit points left, so I have to like yeah mm-hmm. step back. I run to attack it and then I'm gonna bite claw, not power attack. Okay. Twenty four hit. Twenty four is gonna hit. And does twenty two hit? Yes. Great. Fifteen bite damage and seven claw damage. So. Do your weapons count as silver? They should. Cold iron, magic, and silver. Hey, that's really important. She's got a keen silver dagger right here. You're invisible. Oh, that's handy. Oh. <laughs> Just wave it around a little bit. All right, so how much damage is that, Chrissy? 15 plus 7, so 22. 20. Yeah, 22. Over two, over two attacks? Over two attacks. Okay. You take a uh, nice little chunk out of it. You slash it, and it kind of screams at you. Kafka, it's your turn. So the problem is that that cone of cold put me right back where I was at with regards to this potion and I worry that I wouldn't be able to take another direct hit from this thing Mm -hmm. but I don't want to leave you unsupported first things first I send Archibald out of the room okay just he's got 3 HP left and I am not letting that goat die that is our merchandise cash goat I almost said a different barn animal um because it would take two actions to heal myself. It really takes one action to take a thing out of a belt and then another to drink it. Yeah. Man, this makes this very difficult. It's probably going to breathe that cold. It's not going to breathe that cold. No, but it put me at about half HP, and I worry that it uh, that a direct hit from it in melee combat could spell doom for me, especially because I don't have silver weapons. I oh, should take that dagger and do all of D3 damage to it. <laughs> yeah. All right. You're better off with whatever you have, so. Yeah. I shoot arrows at it. I still don't... I don't have silver arrows either. You asked about resistances. You didn't ask about DRs, right? Right. So I don't know what this thing's DRs are. I could very well not be able to damage this thing at all. And I don't have the right knowledge check to find out for myself. Is a DR something silver? For sure. Yeah, but I'm worried about... Five or ten? Well, if it's here's the thing. If it's five, then there's no point in using arrows. If it's ten, there's no point in attacking it. It's probably not ten. It has ten resistance to three of the elements. Okay, then what about keeping it busy till Kata kills it? Yeah, I guess that's probably the only Except option. Except for Kata. Yeah, guess so. Okay. Um, then in that case, I'm going to take two actions to drink my other Cure Moderate Wounds potion. Mm-hmm. Knowing, by the way, Alan, you're probably very well going to have to end up using one of the ones you took to uh, to bring me back to life. Um, and then with my final move action, I'm going to run along the wall. Uh, and I'm going to Naruto run along the wall. Uh-huh. I will probably take an attack of opportunity in the process. And I'm going to position myself to be flanking with Kata. Okay, cool. And by the way, I just healed back uh, 20 damage. Nice. 20 HP. Okay. It's going to try to bite you as you walk by. It, re- it lashes out. It totally misses. I should be able to go maybe two turns of abuse from this thing before I have to start getting worried again. You do your thing. All right. Power attacking like crazy. Power attacking, but I'm flanking. So is it Kata's turn? Nope, it's the Zebranal's turn. Yeah. It is going to... Oh, I just got that Zeb, Zebra, Zebradol. Yeah. It is going to use its bite on Kata. 
14. Okay. It's gonna try to claw, claw. Kafka. Nope. Nope, I need another dice. I'm pretty sure you just got no, jealous of my no, bite, claw, dice. claw. It's a great dice. Shush. Shush your face. And then this is going back at Kata for its last ability. What's its last ability? Torturous, torturous touch. But I rolled another five, so 14 nope. still doesn't hit, so... That works well. You guys are giving me your dice, and I don't like it. Nah. I don't like it one bit. Cheldy's turn. That's what you get for copying my build on this monster. You just wanted to bite, claw, claw things. Yeah. You you literally got bite, claw, claw three episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's the best. Cheldy, it is time for Finger of Death. Oh, I don't, I don't know that one. <laughs> Cheldy, we need you to finger bang this guy to death, like Dobby has said. I, I do I, like I do like that Cheldy's a necromancer, by the way. I don't know you this. I'm a transmuter. I just know some necromancy spells. Transmute this guy into a dead guy. Okay. She is going to. I don't know what she's going to do. Uh, missile. Um, she is going to come up behind Kata and cast shield on her. Ooh, what's that do for me? Plus two to your AC. No, plus four to your AC. On top of my everything? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a plus four shield bonus. Your The bonus from the protection from evil is gone. Yeah. Okay. But you have major armor and shield bonus. That was her move. And she just says, Kata, please don't die. And she places a <laughs> shield on you. Kata, your only hope. Who's turn is it? Uh, Damius. Oh, Okay. Domius is going to... Hey, now that he's invisible, he's going to step back over here. He's like, get him, get him, Kata, get him. <laughs> and he's going to cast Raven Fieldman. Okay. Um, all right. God, 10. I have a 10. Oh, yeah, that's going to miss. That is going to miss, my friend. Goes yeah. wide. All right. All right. And now, Kata, it is your turn. You're Bite. flanking with, with Kafka. Bite, clock, claw, power attack. Yep. Well, could have been better. Though the lowest one is a 18, does that hit? No. Okay. Uh, 21. Miss. 21 misses? Mm-hmm. 22? 22 hits. Yay! You got your flank bonus? You found it, Yes, Stacey. I counted my flank bonus. I did not roll very well. Take 12 damage. Single attack. Nice. Silver. Kafka. All right. Going for it, but I'll have to admit, I'm not super optimistic about his ability to do much to this thing. Oof. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, no, I don't hit with any. Oh, really? I rolled very badly. Okay. Uh, you're, you're herring it, you know? You're keeping it You're keeping him on its toes. Hooves. Hooves. You're keeping it on his, on his hooves. When can he use that breath weapon again? I have to roll for that. <sighs> okay. Uh, it is going to do one of its other cool abilities instead. Great. I know you're excited. I like it when you're excited before we fall. Uh, <laughs> it is going to... Do I try to cast defensively? Is that what I do? I bite you. Stop biting me. I stab you. I peck you. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I scream, and it's that you guys feel the pain of a thousand years of, of constant torture running through your bodies for just a brief moment, and I need all of you to make will saves. 19. You saved. 16. You did not. 7. You also did not. You are shaken. Mm. So you're spooked. And then it is going to bite Kafka, or try to. 
Kafka, that's going to be 25 to hit. Uh, yeah. You're going to take 5 damage. And it's going to try to touch Kata. That's totally going to hit. 26 to hit. Alright. Kata, you feel it wrap its like horrible blackened claws around your body for a moment. And just horrible, torturous pain racks up your back. And you just feel a hundred knives stab into it once for a moment. Okay, Chrissy, I need you to make a fortitude save. That's better. 23. Ugh, you're fine. You don't take... It, it does a bunch of dex damage if you fail. Aha! Instead, I just do damage, damage. Okay. Well, that's a bummer for me. Chrissy, you're gonna take... Five damage. What spells does Sheldy have left? Oh, man. Come on, Sheldy! Not a lot. Who needs spider climb casts on them? Why would you prep that? She just yells that out. Who needs spider climb cast on them? No one? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna try to blast him. And she takes a step back and she fires from her wand. And she deals actually eight damage to it. Okay, Damius, what would you like to do? You know, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna come up I'm gonna pull up my um my cure moderate wound potion. You're hurt, right? I'm fine. I'm like fine. I'm at 22 out of 31. Well, then I'm going to keep myself going this round then. I'm going to cast False Life on myself. Okay. Um, So I can be useful to you next round. How about that? Fantastic. I like it. I gain nine temporary hit points. Great. Okay. Uh, Kata, what would you like to do? Let's do it again. Bite Claw Claw. I pull out my potion of Cure Modern Woes. Okay, got it. So it's ready. Bite Claw Claw. Power attack. That one should definitely hit. That's a 27 on the bite. First claw is math. My brain is so tired. 23. Hits. And then 22. So this wow. Hit, right? You yes. hit with all three, and those are all power attacks? Well, all right, fine. <laughs> 23 on your first, because you want them all individually, right? You want individual attacks? No, just do, give me the whole lump sum. It's okay. fine. 47. 47 damage. Chomp! Chomp, chomp, baby! Claw, 47 claw. damage! Rawr. It does less than you think! Wait, it's silver? Yeah. Still. Huh. Probably still, be, still a good chunk, though. That was it's a gotta lot be of good damage. aligned, too. I'm not gonna do shit to this thing. That was, like, a really good attack that round. That was a very good attack round. It does not. Like, it didn't. It, to be honest, this thing never looked good, but it doesn't look good anymore. Alright, Kafka. Okay, guys, I cast false lights for myself. We're good. <laughs> I'm healed. <laughs> the 22 hits. Yep. And wouldn't you know it, it's the only thing that does hit. So that's going to be... Yeah, I do 8 damage, which I imagine okay. does nothing. No, 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 you do damage. Really? You stab into the creature and it roars. Does it... I take it not as much as I would expect? Not as much, but you know, still does damage. So it's a DR5. Yeah, it seems yeah. like... Shh. Stop spilling my secrets. <laughs> Math isn't a secret. <laughs> my creature still can't do its big attack again, so I'm going to do something else instead. How can I fuck you guys up before I die? I just want to kill everyone. Just hurry up and die. No, I'm going to... Be murdered Stop. by me. Maybe we should sing lullabies to it. Ooh. Yeah. 
man, I can't, I, I'll just try to unload. I'm gonna unload on Christy because Christy just tried to fuck me up. So I'm just gonna unload on Christy. I mean, Christy did fuck you up. Oh, uh, I fail. I uh, 20 hit you. No. She just slithers out of your way. <laughs> 22 hit? No. Not right now. So it unloads on you. Fell. Big bite, big claws, big claws, and it's horrible touch attack again. And they all fall short of your thick shielding and armor and quickness. Mostly the fact that I'm a snake. Or the fact that Sheldy casts shield on you, so Cal really only has himself to blame this here. This is true. I am on... I'm an impartial judge. I'm just playing the role of Cheldy and the role of the tortured Zebernal. <laughs> I am both. Cheldy is just going to do more more magic missile, baby. It's always useful. I'm helping! Sap! <laughs> she does seven damage to it. On count that as helping. Take that, Bobo the angsty zebra. Damius, your turn. <laughs> How you doing? You could heal me. Did you get hit again? Nope. You didn't get hit at all. <laughs> you were just there. I. <laughs> but you didn't get hit. But the two water elementals fucked you guys up. <laughs> uh, okay. I didn't hit them. Well, then I'm going to pull up with my other hand. I'm going to put a cure light wounds out. Right? Yeah. Because you didn't heal a lot. Yeah. And I'm going to come up and I'm going to feed her the cure light wounds potion. I'm not going to let you feed her while she's in base contact with the demon. Stop it, no. <laughs> I can't Burgess Meredith her? Absolutely like, not. Rocky style? No. no. Uh, Fine. I'm, I'm, I'm just imagining uh, you and Cheldy both like massaging Christy's shoulders as she's like a boxer in the ring, squirting some water in her mouth. And poor Kafka's just off on his own in the darkness on the other side <laughs> of this creature, and no one cares about Fighting him. His back. You stabbed into him. Three damage. Yeah, I mean, I got nothing. You can go check I have Archibald. Nothing. <laughs> Archibald. Okay, you know what? Archibald's very hurt. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, you go. Go feed a potion to move. Archibald. I'm gonna move. I'm gonna pull out a cure light wounds potion, uh-huh. and Archibald's gonna have to drink from it on his own turn. Apparently, apparently, I can't feed it to people. You can't. You I can't. was just in base contact. It would, yeah, it, like, uh, the, otherwise the creature definitely gets an attack of opportunity. I again. feed Archibald with the Cure Light Moons potion. He takes five plus one. So six. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, he starts to eat the bottle. Chomp, chomp. Kata. Yes! Bite, claw, claw. Go check. Oh, that's a net one. That first claw goes away. But 23 hits, so my bite hits, and unfortunately I'm that one's not going to because that's only a 15. Okay. But... I get one. I get my bite, so mm-hmm. that's cool. Nine plus thirteen is twenty-two. Man, all right. <laughs> so you come in this uh, the zebranol. What do you do? It's this horrible. It's a bite. Zebra. Describe your bite to me. What's it like? Well, I've, I'm like I'm like got my claws extended and uh-huh. I'm going to lunge at it and I swipe it but I miss it and then I'm just like fuck it and I chomp into its neck. It, 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 it lets out a final like death whinny, a horrible, piercing death whinny. <laughs> and it dies. Does it thank us as it goes? Yeah. You hear in the wind as its body dissolves into into mist. Thank you. Daynada. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was fun, I say as I wipe the blood from my mouth. Yeah, I guess we asked our doctor if Zebranol was right for us. Uh, 
Shaldi looks down and she's like, I, I can't believe what just happened. That poor creature. To see a beautiful creature like that brought so low. Oh, hey, look, a wand. <laughs> <laughs> and she immediately walks over and plucks this wand up from next to the summoning circle. And there's a couple other little things in a bundle. Uh, and you guys find a wand of blessed weapon, level 10, Ooh. with 30 charges. Okay, I'm assuming I'm writing that down. because yeah, that's you. Yeah, you're going to need to be blessing my weapons a lot, I think. Yeah, I will. A body wrap of mighty strikes, acid. Oh, oh, they're wraps. It's like a chest wrap. Oh, okay. Mm. That's for somebody who does who does melee attacks. Mm. Unarmed strikes. Yeah, like you. But are unarmed strikes the same thing as natural attacks? Usually, at least at least for the wording so, for these so things. So what is it? It's a body. It's a. A body wrap of mighty strikes. It goes in your body slot. A body slot, and uh, it'll add acid to your natural attacks. That's sweet. I take that for sure. Um. I probably can't have that and the nice snakeskin cloak. Yes, you can. Ooh. One's a shoulder and one is a body. Mm. Okay. You don't have like a breastplate or anything, right? No, I have no armor. I'm just a snake. Cool. Then, yeah, shouldn't be any complex. Mm. And then the last thing is our sandals of quick reaction. What do those do? Uh, I don't know, but Kafka doesn't get them because he's already got wall climbing slippers. That's true. It'd be one or the other. This is like Lakeda's like monk trove right here. <laughs> Yeah, this has been a bad couple episodes for Kafka. Here we go. Sandals a quick reaction. During a surprise round, you can take a standard action and a move action during a surprise round instead of just one. So you can take... So with these, it'll give you two... In our version of it, it'll give you two actions during a surprise round instead of just one. That could be two attacks or a move attack. Mm. Which is pretty cool. If you already have the ability to make a standard action and a move action during your surprise round, you gain a plus 10 bonus to your speed during a surprise round. Oh, where are the shoes? But I don't, I don't have feet. Well, no, when you when you change, your shoes meld with you. They get absorbed into my body? Yeah, yeah. they don't just pop off. It's Animorph Fools. Oh, okay. It's not like I lose all my clothes like the Hulk or something? No. no. Okay. What are they called? Sandals of Quick Reaction. I would point out that only Cassie could morph shoes in the Animorphs. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was a major plot point that it took them forever to learn how to morph skin-tight stuff, except for Cassie, who could morph normal outfits, because she was what the Andalites called in a stream. <laughs> Thank you for your tidbit of Animorph knowledge. Yes! Uh, amazing. Yeah, saving us like, from the tweets. Yeah, I think it was just about to graduate college when that happened. Oh, okay, cool. All right. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, you guys have gone through most of the hall now. Yeah, but we haven't dispelled the haunting, which is the real problem. So we're going to go back in, we're going to lay out the talking board, and this time now that it's not attacking us, mm-hmm. we're going to try to talk to it. Okay. And see if we can, um, like, find out what we can do to quell its urge to destroy. Yeah, you got it. Go for it. All right. So, um, wow, that's nice. I have uh, I have a big numbers here. 31. Wow. To communicate with this thing, and then I'm going to try to, I'm going to ask the question. I'm trying to understand what it says back. That was all to understand what it says. How do we quell you, and how do we calm you, and how do we, basically how do we put this on to rest? Okay. The planchette spells back out on your spirit board. It says, we never finished our meditation. But how can we help you meditate? Would you meditate with us? Yes. Join us. And you see the 12 spirits reappear. They are, their throats are not slit. but And they're all assuming a meditative stance. And there seems to be four open spots on the air that, next to them. Well, there's four of us. Chelsea's right here. Yeah. Cheldy, you get to come with us and doing a really cool thing. Cheldy's like, I, oh my god, I, 
I've never done yoga before, and I've especially never done yoga with ghosts. But isn't that exciting? Uh, I guess, yeah, okay. I can be excited, okay. <laughs> so Damia sits, and Kata sits, and Kafka sits, and right when Shelly's about to sit, Archibald sits in her seat. <laughs> no, she's going to meditate with goats. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's goat yoga. <laughs> it's, it's goat yoga. It's goat yoga. And so she sits down next to Archibald. And you guys all meditate. Uh, to do meditation, make wisdom checks. To do a proper meditation. Just a plate, plate wisdom check. Huh? Wisdom check, just period. Just p- pure wisdom check. Oh, baby. Okay. What'd you get? I got a 10. Okay. 20. Okay. 23. Oh, you got, you know what? Kafka the Enlightened. Round of success. You guys all feel very at peace, and all of the Venaran monks bow to you after you've all been meditating. You realize you've been meditating for hours at this point. It's been maybe like two hours since you sat down. It, just, it feels like it's a minute and you feel really rejuvenated and alive after your meditation. You feel very at peace with yourselves. The monks all bow to you and, and smile and then one by one they all flicker out and you feel the evil presence of the haunt dissolve out of the room. <gasps> and that's the end of this chapter of the Mythos Manual. Yay! Thanks for tuning in for this week's chapter of the Mythos Manual. Please be sure to subscribe and leave a review, and we'll be sure to send you good luck on all your future roles.